Welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host, Louise Clark, a certified parent coach and mum to three teenagers. Trust me, I know just how hard being a parent can be. There are times when it can all become a bit too much and leave us feeling at our wits end. Sometimes we need some advice, a fresh perspective and a little bit of help. That's why I'm here and why I do what I do. And it's why I created this podcast. Today on the show, I am going to be talking about how we can prepare ourselves for the holidays. I don't know about you, but my kids have got three weeks left at school and it is a great time to kind of think about getting your ducks in a row for having the kids at home for 10 weeks. And so often, I don't know about you, but I at this time of year, I'm tired I'm I'm done with the lunches, I'm done with the running around in the car, and I just want some downtime. And the kids are exactly the same. But if you go straight into the holidays from this point of, I'm not going to say depletion, but from a point of you just are looking to the holidays to, to energize you and uh, motivate and inspire you, we have to be careful with what we expect the holidays to look like, because very often... We go from having the kids at school for six hours a day and a bit of time to ourselves to having two or three kids in the house all day and expecting to have time to um, top up our tanks when suddenly we find actually there's not much time for ourselves. So it's really important to go into the holidays with a plan and to try and and um, hone in your expectations. I did a, I've done a show on expectations. I've written blogs on expectations. If you go to my my recent blog, it's it's all on expectations and how we can we set ourselves up to be disappointed because we expect too much and we don't manage those expectations um, in a way that will allow us to meet our needs. Anyway, I won't digress, but it, this ties into this subject because we need to manage our expectations for the holidays. So I got a call from someone last week, an email off the back of one of the podcasts, and this is what this mum said. I just get so tired of all the stuff lying around the house and asking my kids to tidy up after themselves. I ask nicely and they acknowledge it, but they don't put it away. Then I'll ask again. Still nothing changes. Then I raise my mouth, voice, then I shout, give the lecture and turn into the nag queen. It usually gets it done, but by then it's too late. I'm spent. So I thought this was a really well positioned email for me to discuss going into the holidays because this is what the holidays can very quickly look like. You can end up with your kids kids on the sofas, on their devices, with cereal bowls on the coffee table, um, with not much being done. I don't know if I'm painting a similar... Uh, that, that, that'll happen in my house. It'll happen every day if we don't have some form of, um, I don't want to say schedule, but if we don't have our expectations kind of worked out ahead of time as to what the holiday is going to look like. So I want I asked this this woman what is it that that um or I didn't ask her this I will ask you this so that we can get to this point what is it that regularly tips you over the edge if you can identify that the one thing I mean there's lots of us lots of things that that bug us in our lives as parents but what is one thing you can think of going into the holidays that if you could eradicate 
or certainly reduced by 50%, 75%. What would be that one thing that would make your life much easier? What is it that causes you the most overwhelm? And what things do you end up doing that you know your children should be doing but don't? So have a think about those three questions because it's in the answers to those that you're going to be able to come up with a plan to find a solution. So things like, these are the typical things that get us mums down, tidying up after our kids. That was this um, mum's point. Nagging them to do homework. That's not going to be the case in the holidays, but maybe if you've got older kids, they're going to try and get an online course done during the holidays. Is it making school lunches? Is it nagging at them to get ready on time for things? They might have camps to go to in the summer and you'll end up nagging in the mornings and it's going to set the tone for the afternoon. Is it trying to get them into bed on time? Is it the fact they're on their devices for more time than you would like? What is it that really, really gets you down? So identify that and then we can you can start looking at finding solutions to it. And there's no recipe for this. There's no prescription because we're all different. Every child's different. Our households are different. What works for one might not work for another. So you have to create a plan that works for you. There's no point me telling you what I do. You're different. Your routines are different. Your kids are different. You're different. Your modus operatus is is different. So get creative. And the things I do recommend are these... um, is to have a family meeting. And I don't mean a family, a a really formal family meeting, but find a time maybe after dinner where all of you are around the table and discuss it. Just say to the say to the kids, you know, we're going into the holidays. I really don't want to turn into the nag the nag queen that I have been known to be. I want it to be fun for everyone. But you know, in order for, for us all to have fun and enjoy the holidays and feel relaxed, what do we all need? So you could get everyone to write down what they need during the holidays. You know, my daughter might need to um, spend time in her room reading her book. My son might need to go and run around on a field for for an hour. My other son might need to, um, to draw and paint. So work out what it is they need and then find ways to meet them. And that includes you. So what is it you need? Do you need someone to do the dishwasher first thing in the morning? Do you need the kids to be responsible for their own lunches during the holidays? Do you need them to be out of bed by a certain time in the morning? Do you um, need them to be on their on the couch on their devices for for a certain period of time? You know, we we don't need that, but they need it, and to to deny them it. <clears throat> will possibly cause conflict. But if you don't have firm parameters around that and firm boundaries around the device use, most mums get very triggered by seeing their kids lounging around on their phones, either on social media or playing games. So let's go into the holidays with a plan to manage that. And I honestly think the holidays will be much, much better. So this mom, I recommended that she, they had a family meeting and they did. They all sat around the table. They all identified their needs and they set something up that would meet all their needs. The kids understood that the mom needed some, some things done in order for her to have a vaguely relaxing holiday. And she also realized that the kids needed to do certain things that she might not like, but they needed to do to meet their needs. 
<clears throat> so they all came up with a plan. There was a bit of pushback, apparently, but they, they stuck to their plan. And after a few weeks, she did notice that things were changing. They decided that there was going to be a, a Rubbermaid bin at the end of the day. So when the mum went to bed at 9.30, 10 o'clock, whenever it was, the things that were lying around that had not been put away, she put in the Rubbermaid tub. And that Rubbermaid tub was closed until the following Sunday night, Sunday morning, I think it was. So if the kids left a, you know, their favorite pen on the coffee table, well, they didn't get it until Sunday morning. If it was a Saturday night and they left it out, they only lost it for the night. But if it was the, the Sunday night, they lost their stuff for six days. And she said the only way it worked was for her to hold, hold her limits. And she said they didn't like it. She got a lot of pushback. They were mad because they wanted the hoodie, it was their favorite hoodie, and it was in the bin for five days. And she said, we agreed with it. So when you get your kids to buy into a plan, then they can't really turn around and say, why did you do that? They agreed to this and she held the limit and she said it was like magic. After a very short period of time, she began to notice fewer things were lying around the house. She said it was so much better. And she realized that up to that point, she was nagging about the stuff, but that was all she was doing. There was no consequence of the kids no, uh, they never had to face the consequences of their actions. They left the stuff lying around. They found it there two or three days later. Whereas this time, they left it lying around. They didn't They didn't get it till the, the Sunday. So they knew, if I want my hoodie tomorrow, I'd better not leave it on the sofa. And that's the only way they're going to learn. It, it's not harsh. It's teaching them cause and effect. And it, it teaches them a lesson that if they really value certain things, and they want those things to be in their life, and the other person doesn't value them being left lying around, they have to realize there's going to be a consequence for their actions there. So more often than not, it's not the really big things that drain us. It's the little things that happen often. So imagine how good it's going to feel going into the holidays, knowing that you've dealt with one of those little things that happens a lot and it's just not going to happen during the holidays. And the other one thing I would suggest you do when you when you come up with a plan is to put a time, not a limit, but give the kids a rough idea of time. So, for example, this is where I shot myself in the foot because I we came up with this plan and, and my daughter said she would unload the dishwasher in the mornings. In the mornings. For me, that that means kind of by 8, 8.30, so that the dishwasher's, the dishwasher's empty. Sorry, my cat's meowing in the background there. But for her, the morning is until lunchtime. So, you know, by 10 o'clock, when all the dishes were piling up from breakfast, I was kind of like, well, she said she'd do it, and she said she'd do it in the morning. I guess it's still the morning. So my point is, there's certain things, if it's going to work much better for you that they do it by a certain time, then work that into the um, into the, the plan. So have a think, identify the drain, identify the thing that overwhelms you, drains you, depletes you, just totally does you in. Have a family meeting, come up with a plan, make sure everyone's needs are met 
And I can guarantee you your holidays are going to start off the way you mean them to go forward. You can totally do it. This is not difficult. So if you found today's episode helpful and valuable, please leave a comment below. And remember, you can always share the episode on any of your social media platforms. Sharing is caring, and I'm always super appreciative of the shares. If you have questions, you can email me at louise at yourparentingpartner.com. I'm always looking for things to talk about on the show. You can find me on yourparentingpartner.com, reading tons of blogs and lots of information there. If you're a watcher, you can check out my YouTube channel, The Parenting in the Thick of It Show. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye for now.